You wanna gossip? You wanna spill tea? You wanna sip tea? Come hang with me. That's the tea with Omar. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of That's the Tea with Omar. I know last week it ended up probably, well this week, because it was posted on Tuesday I think, or Wednesday, I don't remember. I don't remember all podcasts, I don't know. Sometimes I post them, I put you guys know, I post them Tuesday to Thursday. Or Friday. Tomorrow, it'll be out tomorrow on Friday. Told you guys you were getting another episode. See, I don't lie. I always tell the truth. Okay, that was just a lie. I do not always tell the truth. Sometimes I tell little white lies. Like when I say, I'm on my way. Or I'm getting dressed. Usually doing neither. I'm usually just laying in my bed. But that's neither That's neither here nor there. Um, today's a very special episode. Um, it's very... It's hard. It's going to be a hard episode on me. Um, So if I start crying or a little sad or emotional, as I do all the time, but it's different. Um, As you guys may know, it's Suicide Prevention Month. And I said to myself, you know, since September started, it's only September 10th, I said to myself, Omar, you need to talk about this. You need to talk about, like, your depression and you know, and I don't want to say it was depression. I I, don't, I really don't know what it was. I, I think it was situational depression after like just reading articles and, and looking up on it and trying to figure it out. I think it was situational. Um, and I just want to say if you are having trouble, uh, thoughts of suicide or you are in a depressive state, I think that's the correct word to use. It gets better. It really does. It, it gets better. I And once I post this, there'll be a link in my bio for a bunch of, you know, places where you can get help and places you, you can call. And I just want to let you guys know it gets better. It's going to be okay. Well, I guess I'll start with my story. Um, I, I didn't ask anyone else for their story today because I didn't know who would be comfortable sharing or, or who wanted their story on this type of platform where you know i mean i mean thousands of people don't listen to my podcast but like a couple hundred do sometimes and so to share my story um i don't know even where to begin i think i think it began with my great grandmother i in the year from august around july 2018 to april 2019 i lost three really special piece people in my life. I lost a friend, I lost my great-grandmother, and I lost my uncle. And with all of that, I was dealing with the stress of my sexuality, me coming out, worrying about if anyone was going to accept me or not. Just a lot of things that I was dealing with that I had never really shared. Because as you guys know, and everyone hears this, you guys probably hear this all the time, check on your strong friend. That relates to me in ways that you could not even fucking imagine. You couldn't even imagine. I pride myself as being the strong friend, you know, the friend that I don't talk about my problems with my friends. You know, if something's bothering me, I'll rarely say it. If I'm going through, you know, a family situation. My family doesn't even know how to go through sometimes because I'm so used to being the backbone, you know, the strength, you know. 
my friends didn't, some of my family members will tell you, I will drop whatever it is for anyone at any time. If I love you, and that's just not if I love you, you know, when I love you, and even if we have a falling out or, because I've had a falling out with friends, and and those friends can tell you, I, to this day, if they called me right now, I would pick up that phone. And if they needed me to be in Florida tomorrow, I'd find a way to be in Florida. I'd find a way to be in California or Alaska. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm there. And I think for that year, I had felt just like it started, you know, with my great-grandma dying, I think. I think that I had, you know, I was so busy trying to not only cover up what I was going through on my personal journey, I was also figuring out a way to make sure my mom's happy and my grandma's happy and my family and make sure my family's intact. And even though it's not my job, I always felt like it was my job. I always felt like it was my job to make sure everyone's okay. Make sure, Omar, you cannot cry. You cannot, you can't do any of that. And what it led me to is just being, I was getting sadder and sadder and sadder. And I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't realize, but now, you know, after it's been about almost two years, it's almost been two years since my, uh, great grandma died and I started to realize okay maybe maybe you are going through something and maybe you are you know I once that happened I and looking back on it I knew there was some I I didn't know but I now know like I would right after my great grandma's funeral for instance instead of staying with my family and making sure you know, having that family unity, I literally packed my bags. I had my bags outside already at the funeral and I went back to college because I was so like, I was like, if I spend too much time with my family, they'll know, they'll know my secret, they'll figure it out. And at that point, no one knew. And I was just like, you know, I'd rather just go out and, and, and you know, party my problems away with my friends that way no one knows I'm upset no one knows I'm crying and no one knows there's a deep void that's left and that happened and you know I think I did have friends I'm not gonna say I didn't have friends I don't have, I have friends that check up on me guys like I'm, my friends are not complete assholes they do know when something's going on they do know when I need help but sometimes I don't always show it and I think when my great grandma died I had about like six of my closest friends just just calling me, just whatever, and I would always shine off. Like, for instance, Nick would text me and be like, "Are you okay?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And I think, and same with Claire, and same with Brilliant, same with Paige, and same with Maria, and same with Mish. You know, would text me and be like, "Are you okay?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm shrugging her off. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay, guys. I'm okay." But it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. I. I I knew that I was bearing the grief part and I was trying to just get life back to normal, get life back to normal. And then shortly after that, you know, I realized I wasn't graduating on time. And I was like, great. That was, that's another, just, and that was the start of 2019. So it was just like, oh my God, another wrench. I'm not graduating on time. All my friends are going to be walking across that stage in May and I'm going to be left out of that. And I remember just 
being so sad and not and then not knowing because I felt like I was like this is my last sort of my last very few moments with my friends even though I mean looking back on it my friends we almost they almost graduated two years ago and it's gonna be in next May and I've still remained in contact with all of them but you don't think like that you think oh I'm getting left behind ah this is another setback in my life great great another setback like and I remember just would just be sad you know i would just be so sad i mean you know with my depression with my situational depression I, I, i'm gonna call it that i sometimes would get out of bed and go out but when i came home that was when i had to think so i would force myself to go out with my friends and force myself to party with my friends and go out to the club, not the club, the club and the bar and the frat parties and all that other stuff because there was so much going on that I was just dealing with emotionally that I would just be like, you know what? Nope, nope, nope. I don't want to talk about it. Nope, I don't want to talk about it. Nope, nope. Omar, I'm fine. Omar, Omar's fine. Omar's good. Omar's okay. Omar's fine. What's going on with you? What are your problems? To the point where like I hated talking about myself. I, I literally hated it. I would literally just avoid any talk that was about about me i would avoid and then i think um me coming out was a little was a little happiness it was a little weight off my shoulder but i knew there was more um shortly after i came out to my friends and my mom um wow here comes the chairs. my uncle passed away and I think that's when it like all set in because again I pretended like everything was normal. Um, I didn't go to my uncle's funeral because I just I couldn't. You know after losing a great grandma who's really important to me and losing him, I was like, there's no way in hell I can go to the funeral, which haunts me to this day. But later on in the story, you'll see why it haunted me haunted me so much and you know right after that I came out to the world because I was like I need I need to feel high again and I don't do drugs so I was like I need to feel high again I need to feel happy at peace and and coming out was a little at peace but then with coming out I had someone who you know didn't support me coming out and you know that person's no longer in my life which is fine but with that came more of my sadness and more of my anger and I kind of just like disappeared for the summer and i don't think my friends remember this i just like stopped answering calls i stopped texting people all the time i I didn't care i didn't you know i there was just something about about it that i was just like i just felt hopeless i felt like what the fuck why don't these things keep happening to me why like what the fuck like and you know my friends graduating back to that. I remember that day. Um, my friend Maria threw me a like a coming out party, and it was the day that they were all graduating. They were they all had commencement ceremony, and I remember, and I've never told anyone this before. I remember pulling my eyes out for hours, like I'm talking, like just sobbing and 
because I was alone, you know, my roommates were all walking out that door and they had their caps, their caps. And I was so proud of them. I was so proud of my friends. But it was just like, oh my God, I'm being left out. Great. It was like, okay. Okay. Like, all my friends are leaving. And I, you know, I kind of felt abandoned a little bit, which in hindsight, I know that wasn't the case. My friends are my friends. I just felt like, what's left for me? Like, I felt left behind and just, I was like, what am I going to do without my best friends? Like, they're all going to be moving away back home, back to different cities, you know? And around that time, a lot of them started, you know, seriously dating people. And I was like, here I am. I'm just coming out. I'm still single. What is my life going to be like? Like, is this my life? Is this really my fucking life? And that summer... I'm not going to lie, I spent the summer just working. All I did was work. I would come home and I'd sleep. Work, I'd come home and sleep. Work, come home and sleep. And sometimes I'd see Nick (laughs) and his dogs. But other than that, I just kind of just wanted to be alone. And that alone time was, I don't think it was good for me at all. I'll never forget. Um, I was working at this Mexican place. I know, guys, I've had like 20 jobs. Don't Don't even start with me. I know I've had like 20 jobs, but yes, one of them, I worked at a Mexican place and I had, a, there was like mid July and I just, after my great grandma's death, I kind of just shut down from my family and that was from pretty much my whole family, you know, extended, you know, primary, whatever it's called, you know, my mom and dad, my sister, I kind of just shut down because I just felt like I, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. Like, every time I see my family, it reminds me of my grandma. So I was just like, okay, if I don't see them, then maybe I don't have to be reminded that she's gone. So one day, I'm sleeping. Uh, I just had woken up, and I was like, oh, time for work. And I had a dream. I had a dream that my uncle and my grandma were alive. And we were sitting down for a dinner. And my uncle always stayed in my grandma, uh, my, not my, I had a dream that my great grandma and my uncle were alive. My grandma's still alive. Um, but I'm sorry. Uh, my uncle always stayed in my grandma's, my grandma's room upstairs at her house. <laughs> and he just food there and everyone would join over. Everyone would conjoin to his room. Just, just hang. He just, he just always wanted to be upstairs in the room, whatever. And I had a dream. That's what happened. You know, my great grandma was sitting on my grandma's couch that she usually sat on. My uncle was upstairs. And guys, I swear to God, I thought this dream was so real. I woke up so excited. I was like, oh my God, I got to see my family. And then, and then it hit me. Like a ton of fucking bricks. It hit me like a ton of fucking bricks that that was a dream. And it was the first time in a really ever that I just bawled and sobbed i mean i tell you guys i couldn't keep it together at work like i was just like i would talk to a customer and i'd like go to the bathroom and like cry because i'd be like what the it was like a panic attack and i didn't know what was going on and i had to be sent home from work early and you know i that summer just i didn't think of thoughts of suicide you know and i know there's people out there that are, are are if you are thinking of it it's not worth it please don't do it please it gets better if you need someone to talk to. You can fucking slide in these fucking DMs and talk to me. And I know that's like 
without it's easier said than done because I get it because I've been there where I didn't want to talk to anyone where I just wanted to just soak in my problems and and I'm telling you guys I couldn't get out of fucking bed half the time like because I was just so sad and it was the first time like I was dealing with grief I was dealing with me coming out I was dealing with a lot of people in my life moving on and oh my god I myself I wasn't gonna cry you know it was a lot it was probably the hardest time in my life and you know thinking about it I don't think it's the first time I've dealt with it I think it's the first time that I had to deal with it alone you know I think I I probably you know I I probably went through it in high school you know if I'm thinking about it like I probably did because my sophomore year of high school, I wasn't, not my sophomore year, my junior year of high school, I wasn't the happiest person. I was sad all the time and I was, you know, just so angry at the world and I didn't know why. You know, I still don't know why I was so angry back then, but, you know, I just, I, I just wanted to share my story because there could be someone going through what, I'm, what I was going through back then. And I know it's tough. I know it's rough. I know it's hard. I know sometimes you literally feel like no one gives a fuck about your feelings because that's how I felt. That's how I, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like no one gives a, no one's going to want to hear about my problems, my small problems. I was like, oh, I was so fucking what? Like, you know, I just, I, I was like, ah, oh, everyone, Everyone's grandparents die. No one's gonna. Why was mine so special? But you know, my it was special, and I'm sure one of my friends would have wanted to talk to me about it. But I didn't give anyone that chance because I was. I'm always the person that's. I want to know about your story. I want to know your life. I want to know what you're up to. I want to know if everything's okay with you. And I realized that sometimes over these last couple months, you know, which, I mean, I've been okay for like probably, it's been a year since I've been like, you know, slowly like progressing along. Like I'm okay. Like I'm all right. I have a journal and everything where I, I write down what's going on in my life, the things I want to change, the things I want to do better at. Because during this state, I was just, Guys, I hit fucking rock bottom. <laughs> Let me tell you, I um, hit rock fucking bottom. Uh, I was having problems with a lot of my friendships because I felt like, you know, I would get angry with my friends. One particular friend. <laughs> I'm not going to say the person's name. I would get so angry with this person, but, like, I was just upset. I don't know why. You know, that this person wasn't doing anything wrong. I think this person was just the closest thing to me, so I kind of took it out on them, you know, my frustration because with sadness came just anger. I would just take my anger on, on this person. And I always tell this person how much I'm sorry. And, you know, we're, we're way past that. We're really good in place now, but whatever. Um, just if you're going through something, talk to someone. Don't be afraid. You know, I know you probably think that people really don't care, but if you have a friend, if you have friends, your friends care. They care. And if you're a friend and you have a strong friend, 
check on them. I'm not saying, you know, every single day, but sometimes, sometimes we need checking up on. Sometimes we need just a pat on the back. And that's why sometimes, you know, little things matter to me. When my friends are like, Omar, we love your podcast. Like, can we come on? That matters to me. You know, things like that. And when my friends are like, Omar, like, we want to be, we're so proud of you. you know, when, when people say those things, like, those things make a life so much happier, you know, and kind words. If you need, if you have a friend who's always happy and cheery, just, just text them and say you love them say you miss them because I guarantee you that would make their day so much better. And I'm not saying that's in all cases because I can't speak for everyone else and I will, I would never come on this podcast and speak for the world. I'm speaking from just my experience. If, I had more friends text me last summer. I probably would have been okay. I probably wouldn't have cried so much. I probably wouldn't would have gotten out of bed. And that's another thing. Once I, when I, I have this thing where I'm sad and, and not, well, I guess I'm in a depressive state, which I was last summer, which I, I want to say I've only been there twice in my whole entire life. I get into this routine where I just... I become obsessive about something. And at the time I was working out, I, I guys, if I showed you pictures of how skinny I was last summer, like it was kind of unhealthy, you know, but it, it was from working out. So I guess it was healthy. You know, I was eating right, but I was just going to the gym every single day. Did not stop because I was like, you know, I was trying to feel like a high. Like I said, I was trying to feel something. And luckily at the end of the summer, I think I last summer i think i got my life back on track because it only lasted from about may till about september i think i got my life back together i started writing in a journal and then whenever i feel myself going back to that place i just write in my journal i just listen to a podcast you know about growing and and everything's gonna be okay and i just want everyone to know you're loved if you're listening to this you're loved you are adored. If you did something to yourself, your friends and your family would be devastated. And the world be, will be very different without you. Because you're very important to this world. So if you're listening to this, I want you to know that. And, you know, that's all I have for you guys today. Because I am crying a fucking storm and I need to stop. <laughs> I feel like I'm always crying on this podcast. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Well, I love you guys, and I'll see you guys next week on Wednesday. Bye.